Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, guys. Well, good to see you all, and welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. I thought we'd start a three-part series tonight on how it's better to give than receive, okay? A lot of us folks, especially new Christians, want to focus on the things that we get out of Christianity. What is in this for me? Almost like we're interviewing God for a position, right? Hey, if you want to be my God, I need to know your position on financial increase. And don't get me wrong, God wants to bless you. And the more you understand about him, the more you'll realize he can't help but bless you as you draw closer to him because he is blessing. That's his very nature. But to draw closer to God, you need to remove barriers in your life between you and God. And there are at least three areas where God says, if you want this specific thing, make sure you're also giving this specific thing to other people. He says, if you want mercy, you have to give mercy. If you want financial blessings, you have to bless others financially. And if you want forgiveness, and this is going to be the subject of tonight's talk, you need to forgive others because not doing so can not only mess up your mental health and keep you from God's blessings, believe it or not, it can actually keep you out of heaven too. Let me explain. Last night, for those of you who listened to our prayer requests, you'll recall there was a gentleman who sent us a request and he said he feels like he's in chains and he also has a lot of unforgiveness in his heart. And I said, well, look, those two things are obviously related. By not forgiving others, you're placing chains on yourself. You're not hurting that other person who you're not forgiving. You are now letting that person and what they did to you control you. And what do you get out of it? See, I have to tell you, unforgiveness is the weirdest sin to me. And I said this to Kristen before we ever even had a ministry together. I said, the weird thing about unforgiveness is it's not even one of the fun sins, right? And I hate to say that, but let's be honest. There are some sins that people enjoy, right? That's why they commit the sins in the first place. Let's be adults here. There are some sins that at least you get something out of. Now, it's not worth the price, but at least you get some small benefits, some small enjoyment. Why do people engage in sexual sins? Because they enjoy it. And yes, it's extremely destructive, and I'm not condoning that sort of thing for a moment. But I I understand why they do it, because at least they get some minor, temporary amount of enjoyment out of it, all right? Stealing is a sin. We know that, but we also know why people steal because there's something they want and they don't want to work for it. Lying is a sin. I don't condone that either, but we know why people lie because they don't want to face the consequences of the truth. We know why people are lazy because they'd rather sit on their butt than exert energy and work. We know why people are gluttonous because they like food or money and overindulging themselves. It gives them some satisfaction. Again, those were all really bad. I'm not saying you should do those things. They're all sins and they all lead to destruction. But what is weird about unforgiveness and what I call the anger-related sins, unforgiveness, vengeance, hatred, bigotry, things like that, is they don't benefit you at all. You get nothing out of them. In fact, quite the opposite. Not only do you get no enjoyment, they just eat you up inside. It's like trying to punish someone else by pouring gasoline on yourself and lighting yourself on fire. What does that accomplish? You are not affecting their lives at all by hating them. That person who you hate, who you you can't forgive, 
They don't care what you think about them. All you're really doing is giving them space in your mind and your soul and allowing them to further mess up your life by keeping you back from being a mentally healthy person, first of all, and coming into your fullness of God. And by the way, part of that fullness, believe it or not, is even getting into heaven. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating this. The Bible is pretty clear that not forgiving someone basically condemns you. Look, I'll be honest. I think a lot of a lot of us think that Christianity offers a much easier path to heaven than it really does. I mean, yeah, Jesus says, whoever acknowledges me before men, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven, right? But he also says, whoever denies me before men, I will deny before my Father in heaven. And you don't just deny Jesus with your lips, you can deny him with your deeds as well. We see this in Titus chapter 1, where Paul is writing to Titus about the people living in Creek. And he says, while many many of these people claim to know God, they deny him by their actions. So it's not just saying the words, we deny Christ, that can destroy our blessings and that can destroy our salvation. We can deny Christ through our actions when we're being disobedient. And a huge part of being obedient is forgiveness. There's some serious verses about this, guys. Check this out. Mark 11.25 says, whenever you pray, forgive so that your Father in heaven will forgive you also. So not only do you have to forgive as part of prayer so it's effective, but so that God forgives you. And without forgiveness, you don't get into heaven. Matthew 6, 14, 15 says the same thing. If you forgive others, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you don't forgive others, neither will your Father forgive you. Okay, that's not me saying that. If I'm going to say something that bold and which goes against so many common beliefs, I'm going to quote scripture and I just quoted it for you so you can look it up. Okay, start with Matthew 6, uh, chapter 14 and 15. I didn't write those words. Okay, read it for yourself. And yeah, listen, guys, I'm not here to play holier than thou with you. Okay, there are a lot of people in my life who I don't like because they did bad things to me. And frankly, I will tell you that they are bad people. They are not my friends, and I don't like them at all, and the Bible doesn't say you have to like them, but I do forgive them, and it's not for their benefit that I forgive them. It's for my benefit. It's to free me from those chains. It's so that I don't let them have any space in my mind, and I don't let them stand in the way of the goodness and the blessings that God has for me in answering my prayers for myself and for you, by the way, and worse, condemning me to miss out on heaven. Okay, so look. So how do you do it? I know it's not easy. I've had to go through it too. But how do you do it? It's simple. I didn't say it was easy, but I said it is simple. You do it through the power of the Holy Spirit. In John 20-22, Jesus breathed on his disciples and said, receive the Holy Spirit and forgive. And remember our teachings from last week about the fruit of the Holy Spirit when we talked about Galatians. The Holy Spirit gives us love, joy, peace, Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are the things you need to forgive. And more than that, those are the only things you need to forgive. So let the Holy Spirit into your life. Yield to him totally. Put him in charge of yourself. Ask him to be forgiven and ask him for the power to forgive so you can free yourself from the enemy's chains and replace the plan of destruction and bondage that the enemy has for you with the plan of life and freedom that God has for you. That's my message for you tonight. All right. All right. You're not playing around, are you there, Jordan? No, I, I brought Good. it tonight, Kristen. Yeah, and it's, it's a huge thing. You know, 
it, it, Paul, the Apostle Paul, who I'm, you know, I'm a huge fan of, I'm quoting him constantly, writes something like two thirds of the book in the New Testament. And think about all that God had to forgive him for. If That's God right. doesn't forgive him, we don't get any of that, right? That's right. So, and, yeah. and the disciples in receiving him had to forgive him, okay? Yeah. So forgiveness is no minor thing. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And listen, when I read those verses to myself, I was astonished by them too. Yeah. I, I didn't. I couldn't believe that the Bible said those things because I thought, you know, salvation is easy. But remember what the Bible says, that wide is the path that leads to destruction and many will follow it, but narrow is the path that leads to eternal life and few will follow that. I mean, this is clearly saying to us and in no uncertain terms that part of your salvation is conditioned upon you forgiving or else God does not forgive you. I didn't write that. It's right there in black and white. That's right. And you know what? I think that you hit the nail on the head when you talked about how the man yesterday said feeling in chains, because Mm -hmm. when you are not forgiving someone, you're in bondage, not only to this, that sin, but you're also still in bondage to that person in a way. So I, I also would like to say that I've heard a teaching that I don't necessarily agree with, which says that when you forgive the person, you always have to go to that person. I would like to say for anyone out there, depending on your situation, um, of the intensity of the forgiveness and the seriousness of the situation, uh, if it's something where, again, for example, you're in church or somewhere and, you know, you may have said something wrong to somebody or whatever, um, and you need to forgive them or ask forgiveness. Absolutely. You can, it's, it's definitely appropriate to go to the person, um, again, asking forgiveness for God. But sometimes, you know, I I think that that teaching about always going to the person that's quite, could be quite dangerous depending on somebody's, uh, what situation we're talking about here or, or just, um, I, I just personally think it's it's something that, again, the forgiveness is in your heart to the Lord, and you release that person. You don't necessarily have to go to that person and say, I forgive you. If It depends on the situation. It's not always black and white, but um, but definitely it's more of an issue of the heart of asking well, the Lord. Well, not just that. I mean, but think about how many people you have to forgive who maybe aren't even alive, even you know, right. Correct. And, you know, Correct. forgiving people for even like the sins of slavery from generations ago or, or forgiving people for the sins of genocide or something that, you know, right. someone that's something that someone did, you know, to a family member who's not even alive anymore, something like that. Correct. Correct. You know, it's part of our prayer yeah. life and God knows it's in our heart. And I don't doubt that there are times when God wants us to do that with certain people. Okay. But right. that, that's exactly. on an individual it's... case by case basis. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's but I yeah, I just wanted to address that cuz um cuz I know that's something that has been said before and uh you're right. It depends on it's a case by case basis and the most important thing is going to the Lord and if you're if you're operating on the Holy Spirit, he'll let you know if you're supposed to exactly. Um, you know, address that person. So awesome. Awesome. Well, I um tonight the verse that I want to use for the basis of the prayer is one that uh if you know, you probably know this one by heart. A lot of our listeners probably know this one by heart. And um, it's certainly one of my favorite verses, although I have to say I have a lot of favorite verses. And um, it's one of those verses where you hear over and over again. But it's just because we hear it over and over again doesn't mean we shouldn't claim its promises and really understand the depth of it. And that, that is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. 
for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And some translations even say the future that you hope for, although I would argue that it's our the future that we hope for is uh, very much below the great, exceedingly above and beyond future that God has for us. So how exciting is that? So Lord, thank you. Thank you that when we're uncertain, when we look at our planners, which during this quarantine time, I, you know, for those of us who operate out of a planner, I, or what we call a calendar, I I don't know how this is translating for uh, our brothers and sisters in different countries, but a planner, a calendar, something where you look at the dates of the month. And I probably should use a planner a lot more than I do. But (laughs) for those of us who use planners, we all looked at the planners before this quarantine happened and we had all these plans, our own plans and things written in it of what was going to take place. And then the quarantine hit and we had to cross out all of those plans because we couldn't, we were on lockdown and uh, are still, some of us are still on lockdown. So God, thank you that you don't cancel your appointment with us in your date book, that you are always with us and you're never too busy for us and you want to abide with us constantly. It's not just that you want to see us in your office for a couple of minutes and then, um, you know, we can go about our day. Lord, you are abiding with us. We want to, you, you want to be involved in every detail um, and we want you to be involved, Lord. And we have plans that we make up. You know, the Bible says in, a, in, in his heart, a man plans his, his course, but the Lord determines his steps. And so God, your plans are always far greater than ours. I pray for my brothers and sisters who had plans. They had a timetable. For those of us who are type A, we have, we have, we want things yesterday. We have a, a plan and a, a calculated plan that we go after. But God, um, you, you have permission. We say, Lord, we don't just say we give you permission. We, we want you to come in and just make our plans your plans, Lord. God, just rearrange our spiritual lives, rearrange what we're doing, God. Sometimes we get into such a rut, such a, you know, routine is a good thing, but sometimes we we just are going along that we don't even have time to listen to you and have wisdom to just hear what you're saying to us, God. So help us to really come alongside you, God, because you have plans. That verse tells us that you have plans. When we don't know what to do and we have no plans or our plans are always inferior to you, to yours, Lord, when we just kind of look and say, what is going to happen? And certainly in the condition of our world right now, it seems that way. Thank God we have you, Lord. And thank God that you have a plan and a purpose. And God, thank you that you are setting the stage for your victory in our lives. Everything is being set. Everything, the, the, the curtain is is about ready to open on a new chapter of revival in the earth. God, you are in charge. Thank you that you know that plans. Thank you that your plans are always to prosper us. God, you want to prosper us. You're a God of prosperity. And you're a God who wants to give us over an abundance in all things. And you want to weed out the things in our lives that 
that don't honor you so that we can have this, so that your, your Holy Spirit can take full residence in us, God. That's what I, my prayer is tonight, that you would take full residence. If there's weeds that are trying to choke it out or the just distractions, Lord, you just completely root all, you know, tear all those out, God, and make your Holy Spirit take full residence and your plans take full residence over our lives, Lord. God, in the waiting period of our life, you know, we've had people ask us for prayer and say, I've waited so long for this. I prayed so long for this. And I certainly understand, God, there's things that I have prayed for in my life. There's things that I have prayed a long time for and received and uh, finally. And there's other things that I'm still praying for. And God, it's just amazing how you never let us down. It's amazing how you always come through. And it's amazing how we think our timing is so much better, but God, you are right on time. That we think you're late. We pretty much never think you're too early. Well, maybe sometimes, but we usually think in our human minds that you're late, God, but you are never late. You're not one minute late. You are right on time. And you have a plan and a purpose. You have every every detail. You know every hair on our head, head is numbered, Lord, you know, number 99, you know, number 100, you know, every hair and you know, every detail and you know, every desire of our heart and every need that we have, God, you know, all the needs of all these people, you know, all the plans that they have in their heart or, or, or just lack of plans. They don't know. Sometimes we don't know what to do. Sometimes we have plans that we think are going to be the best, but God, we submit our way to you and we ask for your plans um, and your wisdom, God, to make a way where there seems to be no way, God. You have promised, God, there's so many times in scripture where you have just made a way through the Red Seas. Lord, you have just parted the sea. You have, even though your footprints remain unseen, God, you have made a way. And I pray for every person listening that you would just make a way and you would just, your plans would prevail and you would just stir up some uh, like Holy Ghost fire in people tonight that you are making new plans and doing new things. And there's a new era that you're doing, Lord, a new thing. Behold, you are doing the new thing and you're announcing it to us before it springs into being. So God, just come and just totally blow your Holy Spirit all over our mental calendars and and put your plans on the paper, Lord. Put your plans and to, to prosper us and to give us that hope in a future. And I ask for every person to feel that hope, that hope, God, that goes, the joy that goes way beyond happiness, joy and hope and peace and life and to step into the greatness. May we not miss it, God, but may we step into the greatness that you have for us, God, the great destiny you have for us. And may we take hold of that for which you have taken hold for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Good work there, Kristen. Thank you. All right, let's get right to the prayer request. Um, some of these are kind of more PG-13 than others. So if there's small kids listening, you might want to uh, not have them listen for some of these. I'm not going to use this person's name here, but they they wrote us a prayer request. that says, please pray for me and ask God to deliver me from the curse of adultery and sin and all my relationships fail because of it. I don't know how many people I have slept with or boyfriends I have had, and I'm only 23. I really need healing and deliverance. Please, I can't even see progress or blessings in my life. My whole life is a mess. Well, yeah. And and this is the other end of the bargain. 
right? That, you know, the enemy wants you to see kind of the, the, the fun and do whatever you want part of it at the beginning. And, and, you know, what, why, why should you listen to God's rules? Why should you be obedient? Go have fun. And, and he, he sells you on this nonsense of consequence, free sex, but there is no thing about that, by the way, that's the biggest lie. And then you see kind of the outcome here where someone says, I can't see progress or blessings in my life. My whole life is a mess. Well, I got good news for you, my friend. Um, God specializes in cleaning up messes. God specializes in healing and deliverance from things like this. I'm thinking, uh, Kristen, about the, the scene in the Bible where Jesus meets the woman at the well. Yeah. And uh, she she mentions her husband and he says, well, you're telling the truth. You actually have five husbands. and The man you're with right now isn't even your husband. And, you know, instead of coming down on her, which he could have, he forgave her. There's a key word, forgiveness, and simply said, go and sin no more. Uh, there was the the one woman who was about to be stoned, I think, for adultery. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Jesus said, Jesus didn't condone it, but he said, whoever is without sin, cast the first stone. Now, so part of this is understanding that if you repent, you're forgiven. But the other part is actually being freed from a spiritual stronghold. And Christian, that's your, Christian, that's your specialty over there. So why don't you pray for this person? Not, not just that she understands that she's forgiven, but actually for her healing and deliverance. Go ahead. Well, I think this is a an issue in today's generation that the enemy has really tried to um, t- try to lie to certainly young men, but young women as well. And I don't think we really address it enough because I think we um, we kind of think it's just a a male issue, but it it could be um, it's not gender specific. It's it's different for both. And what I'm seeing for um, this young woman right now is that. God is wooing you to himself. I, honey, I don't know if you, um, if, if it sounds to me and I can be, I, I'm just thinking that I don't know what your relationships growing up were with, with men, um, as far as a father relationship, brother relationship. Um, I don't know as, as we talked about forgiveness, I don't know if there's anyone you need to, to forgive. Um, and so if For you need self. to do that, please, please do that. Uh, for your sake, and again, just in your heart to God, um, it, and uh, you can be freed from that. But also to know that God is the one that is going to fill you. If you're looking for that attention, um, I just want you to know, and I want you to feel right now. Feel, I want you to feel God's arms wrap around you. First of all, the minute you repent of this, the minute you repent of it, you are free from any shame. You don't have to walk around in the bondage, not only the bondage of your sin, but the bondage of shame. You don't have to feel like your worth is impacted. God can come over in an instant and just release his His blood all over you and release his victory on you. Um, and I want you to know that you're a beautiful child of God. You're a priceless pearl. I want you to feel... Uh, beautiful in in God's eyes. There are so many times in the Bible, you know, it's amazing how Jesus, as a woman woman talking to a woman and addressing the women, it's amazing to me how Jesus, just like um, Jordan was saying about those two instances, and there's so many, so many others about, um, you know, the story of the harlot and different people, how how Jesus cared for women, his heart for women. And so he has such a heart and such a love for you. And I just pray 
that you would receive that. I pray that you would have the spiritual awareness and the discipline to distance yourself from getting involved in any relationships. And I'm not, I'm not telling you what to do, but I I certainly feel that you need to be a whole person before you can even step into another relationship. And you need to know God in such an intimate way as a whole individual and feel his love on you and know that God is taking care of you and that God has healthy relationship for you in the future. But for the time being, you need to just get close to Jesus. He's wooing you to himself and know that you are forgiven and he loves you so much. You are so loved and you are so precious in his sight. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Vinal says, I want to ask for prayer about my life and education since I've lost my job due to COVID-19. I ask, I request to pray for all the family and the nation who are facing COVID-19 and that I may be given breakthrough in my life this month. Well, yeah, I, I like when people want breakthrough now. Um, so let, let's speed up breakthrough faster than that. Vinal, actually, you can have you can have breakthrough this moment, really. I mean, you can, you know, break through in the spiritual just by submitting totally. So, Father God, for Vinal, we pray for his life. We pray for his education. We pray for his financial situation that he lost his job. You know, we don't participate in the world's economy. You have a better job for him. You have a great education for him. You have a great life for him. We pray for his family. We pray for his whole nation, wherever it is. And God, more than that, we pray for, I'll just say for both these people, for spiritual breakthrough for Vinal and also for the young lady that Kristen just prayed for. Yes. I pray, I rebuke any of the enemy's plans that they have for destruction for these people that's holding them back, whether it's a virus, whether it's a sexual sin, anything like that. I don't know these people, but God, I know that Jesus is the name above all names, that you have a plan to give these people a hope and a future, to prosper them and not to harm them, and to bring them out of the 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 pits that they're stuck in and to elevate them. And I pray they experience breakthrough in the spirit realm immediately. And they recognize it in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And guys, listen, when you've experienced breakthrough, you know, one of the things the enemy is going to do is you're going to stumble every now and then. And he's going to say, Oh, see, you thought you were something new, but uh, you know, you're, you're doing the same thing over and over again. I'm not saying you should go return to the sin. I'm not saying that, but what the Bible says is a good man will stumble seven times, but he gets up seven times. We're all gonna we're all gonna mess up. We're all gonna commit sins. That's different than living in sin. Okay, so you're free from the curse of living in sin. And as you move forward, just understand that when you mess up, when you trip a little bit, when you stumble, just get back up and keep moving forward. That's really how you experience breakthrough. It's not God downloading something into you. That's part of it, but a lot of it is just the determination to keep putting one foot in front of the other and push forward. That's right. It kind of goes actually to the message last night, Kristen, about how you don't have to wait for a desperate time in order to experience breakthrough. You just have to just want it enough. You have to be you have to be desperate for God more than you need a desperate time. You know what I mean? That's great. You just referenced like your own sermons. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like plagiarizing Hey, listen, a lot of times I tell you, I write these sermons. I'm preaching to myself. Like I'll watch them back. And I'll be like, oh, that's good, man. That guy. All right. <laughs> All right, here's another big one for you, Chris. I give you, I give you all the hard ones. Cecil says, "Pray for Papua New Guinea," and we know Papua New Guinea is one of the darkest places that we have mm. to pray for. I mean, serious spiritual strongholds. Yeah. There. yeah. Pray for Papua New Guinea, especially the northern province. Our villages and communities are infested with evil, 
sorcery people hmm. who keep attacking and killing people using evil. And he actually names them. He says, the main characters in my village are Falamon Max, Peter Doty, Stafford Audie. Please pray for them to return to Christ and repent. Oh, that's interesting that he said return to Christ. I mean, it could be a translation issue, but I'm thinking that return meaning they means they, they used to be Christian, but either way, doesn't matter. Um, well, I just think it's interesting that people always say about supernatural, you know, oh God, the, the whole debate is, oh, there, there's not a God. The supernatural realm does not exist. And when you hear things like this, yes, the supernatural realm exists because there's things going on like this, even in this modern day, but God is on the throne and it's exciting because we have the victory and it's very real, but God is is has the victory over over this. So in Jesus' name, right now, we pray for the whole nation of Papua New Guinea, and and I also pray for this um, going on because it's it's you know it's it's something that is behind closed doors in a lot of nations, um, including America, and um, in different forms, it takes on different forms. But we pray specifically right now for Papua New Guinea and Cecil and, and the whole village there and and everything. And we thank you, Lord. For him standing, we we pray for protection on him and his entire family, and the other Christians in the area as well. God, we pray. Um, you know, this is this is real stuff, Lord. This is real supernatural warfare stuff. And God, you are holy, and you are much greater. And we speak right now in Jesus' name. We don't speak to the demon because we are not on the same level. We are not. We speak down, and we say, "Get lost in Jesus' name." Right now, get your hands off that country. Get your hands off the world. In Jesus' name, you be cast out. We rebuke Satan. We rebuke his work there. We rebuke everything he tries to do. We rebuke any black ma- magic, sorcery, any of that stuff. In Jesus' name, anything that is that is going to that he's going to try to attempt um, to hurt people through that way, the Lord will come in and turn it upside down and use it for good, for his good. And I pray right now. I pray right now for those, whoever is plotting those things to come to know Jesus and whoever is possessed by those things to come to know Jesus in a new new realm, in a new way. In Jesus' name, I pray. I pray right now for any anything going on in, in there or anywhere else, Lord. In Jesus' name, trances anything. In Jesus' name, we pray for your power and your spirit, God, to fall right now, right now, for people to be healed, for things to take place, supernatural in the, in the Father's house. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to pray for Nasir and Shemuel, two different uh, pastors who are doing God's work. One is a Shemuel is in Bangladesh. He's uh, engaged in distributing distributing relief for poor people, uh, for corona, uh, also victims of the coronavirus. He prays that God will keep him safe. Our friend Nasir from Pakistan, he runs a, a outreach missions. Uh, he distributes Bibles and other provisions. They're in lockdown due to the coronavirus, but they're uh, handing out food packages free, uh, usually for pastors and their families. So we have to pray for Nasir and Shemuel. God, we pray for these great missionaries. I I think they're in their own country, but they're still effectively missionaries because they're doing God's work. They're, They're helping people. They're meeting their needs. They're giving. And God, we know, just like we said today, it's better to give than receive. Father God, we know that that these people have giving hearts, you will bless greatly. Please, you know, I'm going to pray they're blessed financially and their their relationships are blessed and they're blessed with great health. But I think actually what they really want, God, is they just want 
they just want their ministries to be blessed. The best thing that you could do for them that, that would make them the, ha- the happiest is just uh, bless the workers of their hands, help them feed more people, help them meet more people's needs, help them bring more people to Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you three, Kristen, at once. Do you don't? All, all three of these people basically want to find a life partner. So Louisa is praying for a husband as well as a government job. And Sherilyn is praying for a good life partner. And Dee Doan is praying for a place to stay and, and also to have a family. So please pray for those three people, Kristen. Yes, Lord. For Sherilyn, Dee Doan, and Louisa, Lord, we pray that you would meet that desire of their heart, Lord. It's not something where... Um, you look at it as, oh, well, it's just uh, that you just think is not important, Lord. You care for these people. You care for their real needs. You care for them. You put the seed in them to want to have a life partner. And they have all these other things like needing a, needing a place to stay or, or a government job and um, just direction and plans for their life, God. I pray that you would intersect those plans, Lord, that you would come in and I pray you'd give them encouragement, Lord, and wisdom of where where to go. And um, in terms of finding a life partner, God, that you would you would give them wisdom of, of what who how to find that, even especially during quarantine and lockdown, Lord, nothing is impossible for you, God. And um, that you would meet that need and um, give them wisdom in, in their jobs and everything they put their hand to, God, and make it all intersect. I mean, you could bring the government job and the husband all at once in the same place, or you could you could do it a million different ways, Lord. But we know you care, and we know that you put this desire in them for a reason. And as they seek you first, God, then this will be added to them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We had at least six people tonight submit requests for healings. Now, um, these are the people who submit them ahead of time. For the people who are writing in the comments section now, I'll get to you guys in a few minutes, but let me just do these people first, okay? Uh, quickly, uh, Lizel says, pray for my daughter, Sweetzel, Joy Eklo. She's not feeling well right now. Jesus Raphael says, good morning. Please pray for my sister-in-law, Jomara. She has metastatic breast cancer and also fluid in her lungs. She's going to receive chemotherapy again today. Shami says, pray for my mother's blood pressure problem and my father's cholesterol problem. Louisa says, pray for me. I'm sick with a mild stroke here in Fiji. Jen says, pray for healing over me and my family. Thank you very much. One, two, three, four, five. Actually, it was just it was just five of them. I apologize. I thought there were six. All right. So let me pray for those five people. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Lizelle and her daughter Switzel to you. We pray that we pray that you just rebuke any sickness that person has. We thank Lizel for standing in the gap for her. Just like the centurion who asked you to, pr- to pray for his servant, or the, or the man who said, you know, my daughter is ill. Thank you, Father God, for healing for over these people. We pray for Jesus Raphael's sister-in-law, Jomara Quintero. We speak against the metastatic breast cancer. We order the fluid in her lungs removed. We order the breast cancer removed. Okay, we pray that chemotherapy goes well, but we also pray she doesn't even need chemotherapy. For Shami's mother, I speak to her blood pressure situation. I rebuke it and I order her blood pressure to be normal. In fact, for my parents also, as long as we're on this topic, 
and for her father's cholesterol to be normal. I order those things to be normal in the, in, in the name of Jesus. Louisa says, uh, pray for my mild stroke. Father God, I pray she is, first of all, never has another stroke. And secondly, that she is restored to all normal function. If you can take somebody, Father God, who's a, a quadriplegic and tell them, pick up your mat and walk, then certainly you can heal Louisa from this situation. And Jen, of course, speaks for praying over her and her whole family. God, whatever they're going through, we know by your stripes we are healed. We know you were made you were made a curse so we could made a blessing. We know you bore our sicknesses and our infirmities. We know you are God, our doctor. That's your name. So God, we thank you for their healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey guys, listen, not just that. Whenever we do the healings, I'm, I'm serious. Go back and watch the video that Kristen and I did about the importance of taking communion when when um, asking God for a healing, okay? All right, Kristen, I'm going to give you four financial blessings here. Um, Hazel, and you don't have to remember their names. I'll just you know say them out loud. Hazel says, please pray for my family for financial help to clear out our debts, uh, to come to a new rented house and for their marriage, healing, protection, so on and so forth. Pam says, uh, please pray for me. I get my house back and all my financial problems go away. Uh, uh, Ejaz says, prayer for my job. And Fikray says he wants our prayer and then asks us for money. And uh, look, we don't take in money in this ministry. This is a was a debt-free ministry for one thing, but it's also an asset-free ministry. We don't ask you for any money. We don't accept money. Therefore, our ministry doesn't have money to give out, but we give you our time. We give you our prayers. So for Kristen, for Hazel, yes, so Pam, Pam, Ejaz, and, Ejaz and Fikre. Yes. Lord, we pray for Hazel, Pam, Ejaz, and Fikre. Lord, we know that you are a God of blessing. You know, We know that you're a God of more than enough. And I pray for um, any bondage of whatever's blocking their financial blessing that maybe is connected to something else in, in their lives, Lord, um, and, and or maybe as a reflection or spills over into different issues and things that they have, Lord, relationship issues or anything else, Lord. I just pray and claim for them, Lord, as they serve you and they love you, Lord, and you have promised as we, as we bring the tithe into the storehouse, you have promised in your word that you will pour down a blessing till there is no more need. Lord, that's a command. Um, and it's also something where you, you actually say, see, put me to the test. Lord, that's what you say in the Bible. So thank you, God, that you want to enter this contract with us. You, you, enter covenant in so many ways, a covenant of your love and also financial breakthrough that leads to so many different things. God, I just pray that the financial breakthrough would just be one, one reflection of the whole breakthrough, God, that goes on in all these for Ejaz, Fikre, Pam, and Hazel for their lives, mm -hmm. Lord, that you would just come in, Lord, and create, just create more, Lord, and just totally, totally punch through all of the, the blockades and just, just so that they, you would pour down on them the blessing till there is no more need. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's get to some of the uh, live ones here because we, uh, we have a lot of people have been waiting all night. So I want to say hi to some friends of ours real quick. Charlie Stevens, good to see you, my friend. Dahlia, hey. um, Josh Anthony, thanks for joining us. Uh, Parchit and Ting. Let's start with Dahlia tonight. She says, please pray for my husband, Al, to go back to work again because of this pandemic. Thank you and God bless. Kristen, you want to take that one or you want me to do it? doesn't matter. You want me to take it? I can take it. Yeah, go ahead. All right, Dahlia. Good to see you. Um, yes, we pray for your husband, Al. We pray that 
if he's meant to go back to the job that he had or if God has something better in store, whatever God's plan is, that God would reveal that to you and that the doors of heaven would be open so that he's able to uh, to provide for you guys and um, that God would provide through him for what you need and that he would just have a new fulfillment, that there would just be just something different and going back to work and, and he would be a light in his workplace and you would be a light in where you are and your entire family and that the Lord would pour down the blessing that you need. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to say hi to David Ford listening to us from Guyana and Leva. And our friend Charlie Stephen, who's become a good friend of ours up in Alaska, uh, sends his new prayer request tonight. First of all, Charlie, we hope things are going well. And the other things we prayed for for you. He says, a prayer request for my mother, Maggie Henry. She's always in pain. She suffered many broken bones. Someday she is sad and crying due to the pain she's going through. She's always praying and sometimes she gets tired of going through pain every day. Thank you, Jordan and Chris. And I stand in agreement with both of you as you mentioned names of all who need prayer. You know, one of the toughest things, and Kristen knows this too, is to see a loved one go through pain. Um, It's almost like we want to take that pain off of them and put it on ourselves, right? But here's the thing. Jesus bore our sicknesses and our infirmities and put it on himself and took it to the cross with him, okay? So, Father God, I am standing in, in in agreement and belief right now for Maggie Henry. We speak against this pain. We speak about, we speak against any thoughts she might have um, about life being too hard to get through. It's hard for me to read that she's sad and crying due to the pain. God, you will wipe away all tears, wipe away her tears, restore her to perfect health. This is a woman that we're told is always prayerful. God, honor her prayers, remove this from her, lift this cross from her, and make her a miracle for everyone else to see. To bring, to bring glory to your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kashal says, praise the Lord. Good to see you, my friend. Our hey. friend uh, Fernando uh, Fernandez joins us again. Good to see you guys. Mohan, you too. Shadon, Charlie, thank you guys. Tammy, good to see you again. Hey. Some people, good to see a lot of people uh, responding to what we uh, have been saying already. Charlie says, I appreciate and thank Jesus for both of you. For doing what both of you do, may God allow your daily work to continue for the sake of many and for Jesus. Thank you, Jordan and Kristen. Awesome. God bless you both. Well, thank you. Here's thank another you. one. I like this. Uh, Dennis Edna, thank you very much. You've really helped my spiritual life. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's, wonderful. that's awesome. Yay. All right. Super cool. Kristen Travis Edwards, and this is, I think, some right up your alley here, says, pray for unity in the body of Christ as well as in the world. Yes, Travis, good to see you again. Yeah, that's that's good. Yes, that's a, a good a good prayer during this this time, right? I mean, during any time, but um, yeah, absolutely. We pray for the unity of the in in Christ. You know, there's so many different denominations and so many different. Uh, um, churches, but we know they're all brothers and sisters in Christ. And um, that if we believe in Jesus, that we're all going to be with him in heaven and uh, with each other. So I do pray for unity. It's a time where the church, there's a revival. And we pray for, I pray for revival across all denominations, across all the churches, 
in the spirit of God. There's, there's no reason that every denomination should not just feel a huge fire of the Holy Spirit. Um, because when we have that, when we truly have the Holy Spirit, when we truly have your spirit, Jesus, your spirit is a spirit of love and unity. Your spirit is a spirit of bringing people together. The enemy just wants to create confusion and unforgiveness and hate and all those things. But God, you bring people together. God, we pray. We pray against any counterfeit spirits, but we pray for you, you, Lord. We want you. May you be on the throne of our churches. May we look to you, Jesus. And may we look to you. And as we look to you, Lord, we will love each other in you as a body of Christ. And God, you've given some of us, uh, I love that Paul, when Paul says about the different gifts that we have, some of us are the hand, some, some are the foot, and we all operate together, and that's so beautiful. And right now, I feel like in the body of Christ, sometimes we've got three hands and no feet, or, you know, it's just kind of, um, God, I pray that the whole body of Christ would operate as one unit together. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Dear Don, who we prayed for earlier today, but he says, now he writes to us now and he says, I'm just one step ahead of death. I'm a refugee in Uganda for 17 years. I'm stateless, homeless, jobless, and lonely. Mm. I need a breakthrough to life, financial breakthrough, and have a family. That is what I'm crying to God. Please keep me in your prayers. So this is actually a little bit more than what I read in his, um, what he originally wrote to us, yeah. where, I, where he just wrote, please uh, pray for me, I have a place to stay and have a family. Well, first of all, uh, and I apologize if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, sir. First of all, my message for you is you shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. You say you're stateless and homeless. Where you are is not a surprise to God. Now, I don't know where you're supposed to be, but I know that, that God knows where you are right now. And I pray that whatever it is you need to accomplish where you are, that God is with you and God accomplishes God accomplishes it through you, and God gets you a stable home in Jesus' name. And as far as you being lonely, you know, it's easy for me to say something like, well, you know, God is with you, don't worry. But, you know, God also says it's not good for man to be alone, right? That, that's not saying that God is in any way limited, but it's just a, a reality that we're designed to be with other people. And do you, Don, I believe that, you know, you're just going through this dark phase right now, but you're digging deep to God. You're crying to God. And I know that God hears your prayers. And I know that God is going to answer your prayers. And God, I just pray that you bring a quick manifestation to this man who's been a refugee now for 17 years, that you just you just work miracles in his life and you raise him up to have his own ministry that he can help other people. And Diodon, I'm telling you, you say you're just one step ahead of death. I think you're just one step away from life. I think I think God is breathing life into you right now. He's building you up He's that he that you are getting ready for a breakthrough in life. Just receive it now. If there's anything, you know, pray to God. If there's anything blocking your blessings for God to remove it. But in Jesus' name, I pray for total breakthrough for you. Amen. And I look forward to getting a, a, a good praise yeah. report from you. Kristen Vinall says... Uh, Please prayers to me to give me breakthrough in my life. Yes. Uh yes, we prayed for Vinal in the beginning. Um oh. and we just we just we claim that and we claim that breakthrough for you. We claim that. Yes, um, yes, that's right. I remember now. Yes, I did pray for them. Yes, Thank you. Uh yes. well good to see you again, Vinal. So yes, thank, thank you, you for that prayer. 
Ah, good to see Pastor Nadim Sadar joining us again. Hello. All right, Kristen, since uh, you punted on that one, here's uh, Jovita Robles Costello says, please pray our needs every day, especially my children's needs. Well, hi, Jovita. We do pray for your needs and your kids' needs. Um, And, you know, God cares for you and your kids. He cares for your needs. And I know it's a double uh, a, a double burden on you when you have your own needs and then your children's needs. Uh, but, you know, the Bible says, cast all our cares on the Lord, for He cares for you. So I want you to take all those burdens, all those needs, and just give them to God um, for your kids and know that God has your kids in the palm of His hand. God has you in the palm of His hand. And I just pray, Lord, that you would provide for every need that she has and and her kids and their entire family. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Our friend Pastor Nadim, it's kind of a longer prayer request and it won't fit on the screen entirely. So I'll just read it. He says, um, we need to pray for all my poor church people and orphans, children. Uh, they have needs for food, boxes for distribution in Pakistan. Uh, he has a request for his church for the people and orphans there. It's just kind of it's kind of broken English, but that's the basic idea. So, Father God, we pray for Pastor Nadim down there, who we know is doing great work. We ask that you bless the works of his hand, you bless his ministry, and you. I ask that you bless him generously with finances, so he can be generous to others. That's what your word says, God. Your word says if we're generous, that you'll be generous to us. All right, and he's he's being faithful. So, God. We pray that you you provide him with what he needs to be generous to the poor people in his church and to the orphans. And we pray for those orphans. We pray for the poverty that those people are going through. We pray against it. We pray for them to be blessed in all things, even as their soul is blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Vanilla keeps typing to us saying, you know, pray for me and problems just come after and after and I keep messing things up. Vanilla, listen, um, my friend. He says, pray for me for whatever I do is going on. All right, we did pray for you. I'll just I'll say a quick one. But look, you know, we have a lot of videos on on our page here, and I encourage you to watch uh, a bunch of them. You can read the topics. Um, obviously, we have other people to get to as well, but I don't want you to think you're not important to us. So, Vinal, you know, you have, I'm going to tell you this, you write right here, everything, whatever I do goes wrong and problems just come a- after and after. I did a message on on the importance of not letting other people speak negatively over you. You shouldn't speak negatively over yourself like that. All right. You know, you, you, this business about whatever you do goes wrong um, and problems just keep coming. Sir, listen, I think you need to say the call to salvation with Kristen when we're done here tonight, first of all, if you haven't. I'm, I'm just kind of like feeling that something has to happen. And if you already know Christ, you really need to rededicate yourself. Because what you're manifesting right now is not the spe- the Holy Spirit. You're you're manifesting um, a, a defeated spirit, and it's almost a spirit of death, to be honest with you. So, Father God, we pray for Vanel. In fact, I'm looking at your profile picture right now, and it's just some horrible. It's not obviously you. It's some kind of professional wrestler, but it's just this horrible, evil-looking, demonic person. And you know, you, you can't have influences like that in your life, but you don't, you think it's something innocent, but what's really happening is that this evil influence inside of you is manifesting itself for me and the rest of the world to see right now. You, you can't be one foot in and one foot out. That's not how this works, my friend. All right. You really need to start rejecting these negative, dark influences 
and replace them with the light. And I'm just going to ask everybody listening right now to, to join me in praying against against these evil influences in Vinal's life and pray for his salvation. Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray against all of these horrible things that are attacking this poor person here, these demonic spirits, whatever they are. God, we totally rebuke them. And we pray that he comes to know you, that he says the call to salvation tonight. If it's the first time, great. If he hasn't said it before, he says it again and he means it. Okay. And you you just work a miracle in his life so that other people who are lost and going through what he's going through, okay, we'll see him, and we'll, and he'll be able to help them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. That's my prayer for Vanel. Kristen, can you say a quick prayer for Andre, who asks us to pray for Brazil? All right. Yes, Andre, we pray for Brazil. We pray that uh, the whole entire nation, and there's a lot of revival going on there and a lot of revival going on in South America, praise God. But just because there's places of revival doesn't mean that there aren't hearts without Jesus. So we do pray for that nation and we pray for that the whole continent as well to come to know Jesus in a new, fresh way and that the work that would be has been started there would just continue continue to spread like wildfire. We do pray for that. And we thank you for praying for your nation. We pray that you are a great influence in your nation and the whole world. In Jesus' name, amen. Someone named Shortman, S-T-H-I-L, St. Hill or Shortman still says, can you pray for me? And Lena Joseph says, can you pray for me? And Shamoan Gill, Shamoan Gill, who's named twice, says, can you pray for me? I can pray for all three of you. How about that? So, Father God, for short man, that's, I don't know, that's his name. For short man, for Lena and Shamoan, God, I pray that you come in full power to these people. That you just, you bring, you give them peace. All, all the fruits of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Just show show these people what that really means. Guys, if you haven't said the call to salvation, even if you had, I think you need to say it with Kristen again tonight. All right, there's nothing wrong with that. And just recommit your lives. God, we pray for total victory for these people in Jesus' name, amen. And Kristen, before I turn over to you, we just got a bunch of shorter prayers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. I'm just going to read them off real quick. I'm going to pray for them as a group rather than ha- you have have you memorize their names. I know, by the way, I can see why you're such a great actress because you, you probably just you know memorized your script on the first try. <laughs> All right, everybody, here it goes. Guys, please join me in praying for these people. Uh, for Kelvin to pray for his family. For Topu to pray for his mom and dad. He says they're old at the end of their life. Well, no, we pray their lives are extended. And also for his sister because uh, she hurt her back. For Amir, he says, pray for me and my family. Andrew, uh, pray for me, Andres, and my wife, Samari. Linda, for my family uh, to be close to God. Marilyn, uh, God bless, pray for my son. Lou says, pray for my family. Richard, pray for my family. Royal, family prayer. Sumita, good evening, pray for my family. And Andre, pray for my family. All right, God. For Kelvin, Topu, Amir, Andre, Linda. Marilyn Liu, Richard Royal, Sumita, and Andre. Father God, we pray that for all for these people and for their families, we pray that all of their needs are met. 
We pray that whatever they're going through, that you pull them through it, Father God. We pray that they are totally healed of, of, of any ailments they're going through, that they're free from accident, illness, and injury. We pray that you give them total peace and unity in their families. Since these are all family prayers, God, we pray for just all of these people uh, just to have peace in their families, that their families are free from domestic violence, their families are free from disharmony, their families are free from, from spirits of divorce or anything like that. And they have they have total peace and healing, and that everybody who we have prayed for tonight, not just these people, but everyone we prayed for tonight, everyone who wrote in here on the comment section, everybody listening tonight, we pray, God, that all of these people rise up and become leaders, okay, that these people aren't just people we're praying for, that we're feeding them so that they can feed others, and that they see themselves as leaders, they see themselves as overcomers, they see themselves not as victims, but as victors, and that you do great works through them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, that wraps it up for tonight. Can you uh, lead all these people in the call to salvation, please? Absolutely. If you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and if you haven't yet, you definitely should. Um, and it, Or if you want to recommit your life to God, this is the perfect opportunity. Don't, don't put it off. Don't wait. Just follow after me. It's so easy and simple. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Pray that prayer. Send us a message or leave a comment. And keep those praise reports coming. We love this. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, I know it was a long episode tonight, but, um, you know, we have a lot of prayer requests and we try to get to as many as we can. We got to all of them. So thanks for hanging in. If you missed my message at the beginning, it was a really, really good message. If I don't mind saying so. It wasn't, wasn't good, Kristen. <laughs> It was. It was. It was very good. I'll, but it's I'll, also a really, it's also a really important message. It's about forgiveness and and um, the necessity of it. Okay. If you haven't seen it, you got to go back and watch it. Because honestly, as I was researching this, I learned a lot about it too, and in particular how it can not only keep you keep your prayers from being answered, but also keep you even from getting into heaven, which I never would have thought of. But it's it's in there in black and white. So you guys, if you if you didn't listen to it, I recommend you go listen to it. All right, guys, listen. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, keep the prayer requests coming. Keep the praise re reports coming. And keep the kind words that you say about Kristen and me coming. Thank you yes. for those of us who, who like and share our videos. It means a lot to us. It helps spread uh, the good news of Christ. I also want to say a special thank you tonight, even for people who I know aren't listening to this. But for people, and I'm lifting these people up in prayer right now, people like Joel Osteen and Joyce Myers and Charles Stanley and Derek Prince and you know Billy Graham and all these other great evangelists who went before us ahead of time into Bobby these Zacharias. other countries yeah. and, you know, kind of planted seeds there and opened up doors there that now you and I are walking through, Kristen. So God, thank yeah. you for those people. We lift them and their families up in prayer in Jesus yeah. name. All right, guys, listen, thanks again for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow, 730 Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye.
Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.